let's talk about why Eric won't make a haircut appointment. Uh, like, like, let's talk about why you gotta walk in and wait for four hours, man. Bro, I just like doing it the classic way, man. And I hate to throw around that whole busy thing, but I don't be knowing when I can go before I can go. Like, so it's, I I have to walk in last minute. What about you, Twan? No, I, I schedule all my stuff. I look, I look at what I got coming up. Cause I mean, I only get a haircut. Like last year, I got hair. What? From March to December last year, I probably got four haircuts because of the whole pandemic. So like, I know when I'm getting a haircut. I know when I want to go. I'm going at low peak hours. I'm in. I'm out. Ain't no waiting. You know what I'm saying? I'm not waiting for. Like, I understand the nostalgia part. Cause you know, sometimes you want those conversations. However. Nah, I put my mask on, I get in, I get out, I leave, go home. I, I feel you, man. I mean, I wish I wish it was that simple. It's just like I got to – on most days I got to do shit. Like, so, like, and then, <laughs> then like, for – I can't even go really before work because I got to commute before work. So I can't, like – I can't be like I'm going to go in the morning and then risk being to work late because I got to – hour and a half commute or whatever and then like on my off days i normally book like extra podcasts and shit like that so it's like so this is my question for you do you have a backup barber nah i can't man fucking number one barbers is hard to sustain right now your barber be flagging do you do you tip your barber yes i tip good at every fucking thing i do like whether it be restaurant barbershop whatever like i tip good man it's just I don't know, man. And I, I, I'm talking about from all over Atlanta. Like I've tried a barber in Atlanta. You go there for a couple times. You like the haircut, come back. That motherfucker ain't even at the barber shop no more. They give you a phone number. You call and you text them or some shit, and they don't fucking. They phone number ain't working. Like, like for instance, today, my oh, fucking Lord. barber. I've been calling this dude. Every time I want to go, I call oh, the phone. Star weekend now, though. Right, yeah. Huh? Yeah, yeah, that, your bar, that, your that, barber in these streets. This dude, this is a, doing this is a Your barber at Oak. <laughs> this is a Puerto Rican dude all the way out in Winder, man. Like, he ain't, he ain't like, Hollywood. You didn't, you didn't think he was. <laughs> yeah, he popping this weekend. His, his haircuts Cat be fire, so, you know, maybe somebody got them, you know, <laughs> hired him to do some expensive shit. But yeah. I ain't got a haircut in, like, Forever, I need to get this beard trimmed up though. But you know, I do that myself. And you I'm, do the beard. So I, don't, I messed cheap. up my face one time. I was like, nope, I'm never touching it again. <laughs> never touching it again. That's how I, I don't. I don't trust myself my, enough to. And my neck is sensitive, so like if I shave it, it, <laughs> it bump up real bad. I'm like, nope, nah, just do the clippers. <laughs> when the last time I? When the last time somebody <laughs> fucked up your haircut? I ain't got a haircut in about four, five, six years. So what you got, locks? Nah, I got braids. My gotcha. Hair I ain't gotcha. got a haircut in a grip though. So so, so you, know, you don't you do the lineups though. I do it myself. Gotcha. So, right. Yeah. You know, it's functional. Well you, well, you from Texas though, so y'all, you know, say I feel like everybody from Texas cut hair on the low. Like uh, low key, bro. I remember like <laughs> as as young as like we all used to cut each other hair. See, but, like this, I, I can't do it. But one of my homeboys, <laughs> he was cutting my brother's hair, and he gave him a ball spot one time. Oh damn, <laughs> bro! Hey, listen, I hate to, I hate to do this, man, like this on the podcast. But Warren, bro, he he gave me a lineup one time in like middle school. This dude cut half my eyebrow, bro. <laughs> uh, what, what? Oh yeah, that be happening when you trying to do yeah, that. Yeah, bro, he cut half my eyebrow, <laughs> that, and that's no. that's where the trust issue started. So I'm like, bro. <laughs> 
fuck that. This ain't happening no more in yeah, life. Warren, your boy. Like that's 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 your road dog at one point. Out there looking like crisscross, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Bruh. And, and then I I think I when I was in college, no, I tried again in college, man. This motherfucker, you know, when you do the sideburn, this motherfucker cut all my shit off, like cut cut it flat right across there. Oh, I'm like, oh, at the top of nah, you. What was he from though? I don't even remember, man. Yeah, I, it was, was like, fuck that nigga after that. <laughs> yeah, you messed up my haircut. I remember everything about you. A car, you know, license plate number, the VIN number. I remember everything. I'm fine. The VIN. Yeah. But I will say, I will say, I'm here with my homeboy, Twan. And I'm here with Mr. 121 Dreams himself, Mr. Yeah. Eric. And we here with Napoleon. And this is... Extra cheesy, I guess. My, my homeboy podcast. podcast. <laughs> and today we got a special, special, very special guest, a uh, very supportive guest. If you on will. location too. Oh this, yeah, this is yeah. spot. This him. Yeah, this yeah, all this him. him. Look at this, the gloriousness. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we got Justin with uh support black colleges. Yes, sir. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So we we here with you in your in your spot. Mm-hmm. We we. Thank we you appreciate you for having us, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah y'all brought the cameras out, like three of them. All hey, all we all. had to do a real big for you, bro. Oh, don't do <laughs> yeah, this, yeah, this ain't nah. no lightweight shit, man. man you know I mean? ain't, <laughs> this is a big do dog shit. It's All Star Weekend stuff, y'all. Don't do this right <laughs> oh yeah, we, you know what I'm saying. We had to pop out right for the All Star Weekend. You know what I'm saying? We the hoes, you know, <laughs> the, <laughs> the, oh, oh, the honorable, outgoing, educated sisters. Hold on, say it. Let's say it again. The honorable, outgoing, educated sisters. Yes. You know, they out this weekend And, you know, we had to level our shit up too man. Yeah, man. You know it, but, I mean, like Eric that. ain't gonna be out there like that Cause he ain't get his hair cut Right, <laughs> hey, hey I can, Man, listen, nah Bro, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to find me some kind of special hat Or some shit And then it's like, damn, my face ain't lined up the way I want it to Like, it definitely affected some shit Ah uh, man, so we recording on Saturday. Did y'all see anything crazy? I know it's been some unfortunate news. Please be safe while we out here. You know what I'm saying? Car wrecks and a whole bunch shit. of other stuff. But did y'all see anything crazy? Did y'all go out to any of the festivities? See anything crazy? Hear anything crazy? Instagram, Snapchat. No, nah, I think people that live in Atlanta, they're you know they're at the house watching coming to America. It's all that out of towners, <laughs> out in these streets. Not for real though. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and them motherfuckers is out, bro. I was at Linux because I be around there. Not because I just want to be in there, but. Because you a Linux nigga, man. Nah, nah, I just, I, I be out there for, for you know, to we make money. You just bought the bulletproof vest. You want to test it out. <laughs> <laughs> right, so crazy how many people, as, as many shootings that have happened out there, people do not give a fuck, bro. They just pull up and stunt. Like, like niggas get shot out there, but. Every day, come, B. Right, every day, right, every day B. Every day, B. I guess that's how they feel. Like <laughs> niggas get shot every day, B. I'm gonna come right. to Linux. I'm gonna rock my jewels and shit like that. They do it. Yeah, I don't know, man. I I just, I just can't do it. But back to this coming to America. Did y'all get a chance to see it? I did. I saw a little bit of it. What about you, Twan? I be I saw it. I loved it. Hey, but it, the first, like, like I told y'all, man, the first twenty five minutes. It was trash, bro. But oh. the but the overall movie, the rest of it, the next I think it was like 148 minutes or like an hour and 48 <laughs> minutes. The other hour and uh, 23 minutes was fire. So I, kinda, it, it, I agree. I, I feel like the first 25 was a little corny. Like, right. So if, if I feel like if 
if you watched it and you feel like it was trash, you probably got into that energy and stayed in there for the rest of the movie. But, like, if you watched it with, like, you know, like, being fair and, like, you know, trying to give it hopes, you got out of it after that. Like, it was just cheesy at front. Yeah, definitely. It it was hard for me to, to not like the movie because it was filled with such beautiful women oh what? my god that what right. i that what i was speaking of barbers speaking of barbers oh, the, <laughs> barber? the barber the barber like she see my text last night when i was watching i was like we was you know texting about who was finding that motherfucker i said the barber they, oh, man, i heard the bass come out of that man boy he, he <laughs> hey. the barber yeah, the yeah. barber bro she was cold and then you know like i'm the type of nigga when i see somebody finding a movie google i google the movie find the cat then I find I Google her name. They got an Instagram. I go to Instagram. I follow my Instagram. She had like 1.5 million followers. Oh, yeah. like. oh, well, well, before this movie, she probably had like 0.1 million followers. You know? yeah. <laughs> nah, I don't know because nah, no, no, nah, she, she's she's done some bad. stuff. She's probably, but I'm just saying she's she's. She got a lot more followers. She might, she might, this movie might take her to 10 million. See, bruh. And she did a great job acting. She wasn't like, it was like she's a great actor, yeah. actress. And she's beautiful. Like, hey, the, the movie ain't even really doing her no justice, though. It like, really she, not. Like, like she when bad. you go to the Instagram, bro, she like, fine, yeah, fine. Yeah, oh, yeah, she yeah. fine. In the words of Eric, she fine, fine. I seen some headshots from her. I've just because, you know, on the cast, when you're looking on Amazon, you can go down and then, like, oh, shit. Motherfucker fine. But <laughs> older sister. <laughs> Oldest sister. Oh, oh, the older sister was bad, too. Oh, she fine, she, fine. And she 29, so don't. Don't think we, you know, lusting after no young girl. She 29 <laughs> in real life. And I, I looked it up. You, you, so you before, really did your research. Hey, before really did his research. Listen, before, before I said fine out of my mouth, I had to make sure she was grown. That's a part of the reason <laughs> yeah, yeah. why I Google it, too, because it's like, you can't be like, you know, you know they, yeah. you got older. Kids ain't fine. Kids are cute. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> right. Nah, but overall, I like the movie just because I was watching it and looking at how many times, you know, they always talk about the black dollar and how many times it bounces and all that good stuff. I'm watching it, bro. They shot it at Rick Ross' house. That's mm-hmm. a chick. Even the Holyfield house. It's, well, it's Another chick. If we're going to make it bounce for real, for real, you know historically. Rick Ross bought it from him. Yeah. But go ahead. Historically. You. Then uh, you got Eddie Murphy. He brought back a lot of the original cast. Definitely. They getting a the payday. Yeah. Uh, Puma, I think that's like Jay, homeboy-like thing. So he getting a check from it. You know, they it's a lot of checks that was made, and it was bouncing. They adding to the Atlanta economy. Just like from, you know, cat, uh, cast rap parties and all this type shit. So I'm looking at it, and it's like people trying to say it's not hot. And I'm like, bro, I don't give a fuck if it was garbage. Like, you that's know how many a, people got paid off of this shit? Yeah. Like, that's like a, that's a dope thing about it. So. The soundtrack nice, too. I like the soundtrack. Yes. Yeah. That's what yeah. So I look at it. My mind was blown just from how, like, the, I mean, of course, the product placement sometimes was a little cheesy. But you know, <laughs> hey, Pepsi one. Was yeah, wild. the Pepsi one was what? Yeah, but it was oh, it was it, on, but man. it was funny. It was hilarious. Yeah. You know, Pepsi had to drop that bag, especially to do it in Atlanta. I, I oh, as yeah. a Georgia as Did a you know? as a Georgian, I was kind of like, whoa. Well, it was shot on two different locations, so that scene may not have been shot in Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and spoiler alert for anybody that's uh you know hadn't seen it. I'm I'm sorry, we're a little late, but it's a fun movie, so it ain't like we told nothing. Yeah, no, nah, that's good. Yeah. Hey, so I guess we can kind of tie this in to what we're here for. I'm going to segue and shoot out my, 
you know, or shout out my HBCU, Alabama okay. State, <laughs> the Alabama State University. White black folks always got to do that. You know, no matter what <laughs> HBCU you go to, they the illustrious. Hey, because it's it's a it's always a part of like when you sit down and you know that first introduction to the school, they put somebody on stage and they say that, or like if you yeah. if you read the history, like the first page of the orientation book, be like <laughs> the Alabama State University. Right. But I said that because my homeboy Nate he was in the session with me at uh, Alabama State in the band he's actually in the movie yeah he the homie but yeah we you know we got we got to show up in you know coming to America too so I love the movie for that that's all right uh, that's twine, twine, other HBCUs at the table huh I, yeah, I yeah. mean you know I what <laughs> you know, you know, what, 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 what else can I say the when God made Morehouse, this oh <laughs> <laughs> <Hey, yo>. man. <laughs> but I went to I. Oh no, I'm sorry. Let, let me say it like a Morehouse man would say. <clears throat> I matriculated through Morehouse College in Atlanta, Georgia, the mothership of the South. I finished my illustrious career in 2008 at Morehouse College, cum laude. <laughs> okay. Slight flex on everybody. <laughs> Talk your shit, King. <laughs> hey, no, 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 no. You can't say nothing to segment. This is this is, this is not your segment. Right. This is not your segment. Right, right. You, you fall back right now. So I can't say nothing. You, you you gotta, gotta, no, no. This is not your segment. Right this isn't now. for you. This this is this is what no, I No, no, yeah, yeah. no. Put the hoodie. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so we gonna skip you <laughs> and go straight to Justin. Yeah, I went to Howard University, you know. So number one HBCU, the real HU. I think oh. yeah, you're absolutely right. They are the number one HBCU in DC. <laughs> <laughs> you, they got all all men at your school, right? Yeah. There's some teachers there. Okay. <laughs> some students. Students. All men students. <laughs> but y'all do. <laughs> so 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 Morehouse is. Morehouse student body is all man, but when it comes to the classroom, anybody anybody can take right. anything. So mostly my class is comprised of Clark Atlanta students and Spelman students. I think I've only took a class with like maybe like two Georgia Tech students and like three Georgia State students. But yeah, it's women everywhere. Women all over campus, yeah. So I don't I understand what you're saying. You know, there's no there's no women in Morehouse. <laughs> Now, was, folks don't know that though, because I didn't know that until I like did some research. Oh yeah, cross registering is big, man. Like uh, I think the biggest class to take at at, at Clark Atlanta was uh, human sexuality. Like that, that for whatever reason you had to take human sexuality at Clark Atlanta University, and if you didn't, your your whole four years was just wasted. Oh wow, yeah. <laughs> so you so did you have to like go through a whole like application process at all the schools or no no no? I mean you once you once you like so for instance. Morehouse is on. I don't want to make this about Morehouse because you know we could be here all night, but <laughs> but we not gonna be. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. But uh, like, so for instance, Morehouse doesn't have like a huge film uh, program, so Spike Lee took all his major classes at Clark. That's what's up. Yeah, that's yeah. alright actually. Yeah, yeah. Alabama State history. didn't have no other HBCU close to it, so it was like, I mean, you could go to uh, Auburn, Montgomery, or some shit like yeah. that. Yeah, but, but why? Yeah, right. How far is uh, Alabama A and M? Oh, they on the whole other end of the state. Oh, okay. Yeah, like they like four or five hours away. Oh, yeah. I was about to say F them because, you know, that's our rivals. <laughs> right, right, right. But 
I ain't gonna disrespect them on the podcast. It's all HBCU <laughs> love. Yeah, we yeah, support yeah. black colleges. Yeah, right, yeah. all of them, all, all of them, them. all of them. That, that, that was a good one. Oh, no, you, still, you still not speaking right now. You still not speaking right now. I will let you have a question. Okay, so my question is: What was the go-to meal in the cafe for all y'all at HBCU? That's not a real question. So yes, let's skip that that's question. A real question. <laughs> that's a real question. What's the go-to meal? Like you it's, know what I'm saying? Y'all was y'all was hype off of what you know. So at Howard, they had a few. They had the. The days, you know, soul yeah. food Thursdays, you know, fried chicken Fridays. Okay. But then they had different lines. So everybody was in the pasta line, like at Howard. So okay. that was the go to. That's some new age shit. Yeah, yeah. Right. I was like, you're a little younger like, than us. Like, <laughs> yeah, bro. Because I'm thinking, bro, we we just had, we had big calf, small calf. Like, they served <laughs> the same shit. Like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? My favorite, well, my favorite was breakfast. Like the breakfast was fire. Breakfast was always amazing. Okay, okay. Breakfast was fire. I never really got up in time to go get it, but that one time I did, I was like, "Damn, I've been fucking up." <laughs> y'all, if y'all can't tell, I'm the dropout at the table. Like, <laughs> but as I said earlier, you know, dropping out of an HBCU is worth a PWI degree. Right, so. that's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I wish, you still I can't wish, talk yet. I'm not saying my question. I'm, just, you know, <laughs> right. I'm here. I'm chilling. You know what I'm saying? So my question, because you you was at Howard during the Obama administration. Oh yeah, yeah. Man, how was that? It was cool, bro. Like, um, he he actually spoke at my graduation as well. So. Damn, so, so, so. yeah, it was it was crazy. So, Obese. Yeah, I'm actually kind of. <laughs> I'm actually. I really don't want to talk to you no more for the rest of the episode because <laughs> they punked us. They told us that. Uh, for our graduation speaker, we was either going to have Colin Powell or Barack Obama. We are like, bruh, like graduation is going to be lit. Right. And then when it came around time to graduate, it was like, oh, we got an alumni. He donated some money. I was like, nah, nah, nah you can't. Not that. us. <laughs> so we didn't, have, we didn't have Barack until, like, I think, 2015. I was uh, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. See, I was 2016, and we had him. And then the next year, they had Diddy. So they was heavy hit. Oh, how were graduations popping? Oh, nah, it was straight. And then, but y'all at Morehouse, y'all had um, – Bro, that uh, I forgot what he did, but he paid off all of the Robert Smith. Yeah, yeah Robert Smith paid off all everybody's student loans. So, yeah, like, and I met a guy. I met a guy randomly at uh, one of these restaurants, and he was like, "Yeah, man, I was in that class." I wish I was like, "Bro, <laughs> like, yo, take advantage, man." I was like, "Take advantage," and definitely, I told him, "You since he's not paying student loans, I'm not saying like give twenty thousand dollars more house, but like definitely give something yeah, back. Like your back. class, everybody should be giving back to more yeah. house, like." So I don't care if you graduated, dropped out, like HBCU, definitely support money, uh, give money, give money to to the college of your choice. I don't think folks really understand how powerful that was, though. Yes, like, that really changed generations for yes. those specific people. Like that's crazy. Yeah, that's de- I mean, that's definitely paying it for it, man. Like uh, I was watching another podcast; it was some athletes, and they were saying normally when they get money, their money moves. Money's supposed to move down, but money like as yeah. soon as the athlete get their big contract, I gotta buy my mom's a house. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. He said, but if you're if you're set financially, when you get that big contract, it's and just buy me a car or take right. me out to eat. But yeah, just, you know, yeah. set your kids up now, right. like I set you up. Yeah. So Robert Smith definitely game changer, trendsetter. Yeah. No, that was crazy. Yeah. Most definitely. Most definitely. I I had an, another question since we talking about giving uh giving back. You y'all recently. Well, I don't know recently, but how soon, how far ago? But y'all did donate a hundred thousand to uh, HBCUs, uh, yeah. to for Black Lives Matter, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So y'all, could you could you talk about that and tell us a little bit how that how that happened? Yeah, so it was around June when all of the stuff was happening with the police brutality, George Floyd, and uh, you know things of that nature. So 
we in entrepreneurship, you kind of got to pivot from time to time. So like for a pivot for us, when all of that was happening, I mean, you got to think that's right in the middle of the pandemic. We thinking yeah. everybody holding on to their money tight. We ain't finna make no money because this is excess. You know, this is clothing. You don't need to get something, you know, uh, support black college. You don't have to. So um, what we did was we put out a shirt instead of saying support black colleges, it said support black lives. And we thought that that was a good pivot for, you know, just to, to fit the situation that was going on. And the shirt ended up doing $100,000 in sales that first day. Damn. And then the proceeds from it, we gave some of it to the movement. So, yeah. No, nah, that's, that's that that's first really big. day. Yeah. That's powerful. Yeah, no, it was crazy. And then. Hey, let me hold something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. Yeah. Man, but know, for real, though. I know y'all. I know. <laughs> I know y'all overworked in here. I know y'all. So, these, these are. So, the first time I ever seen your hoodie. Was at uh, Market Friday, which is at Spelman. They, oh, okay. they set up the market, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I've never seen it. I was like, "Yo, that's dope." I wanted it, but of course, you know, <laughs> being obese, <laughs> you know, limited quantities, you know. So uh, I didn't get it. Yeah. And then a friend of mine, he has a TV show, Butter and Brown, and Ludacris was a guest on there. Oh yeah, he did. And really. Luda had yeah, it, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was like, "Man, I got it. I got I got to get the hoodie." Yeah. That's crazy. Bro. It's like I went from seeing it nowhere to seeing it everywhere within a matter of a week. Yeah, we started just ramping up the advertising. That's really all that was. But that's crazy, though. Like, because even Market Friday, we only went once or twice. So, like, the fact that you even went that day that we were vending, that's crazy. Like, just random. Yeah, so I probably met you already. Didn't even know it. Most likely. <laughs> Most likely. Look at, look at God. The design is dope as fuck, man. Oh, I appreciate like, it. It's dope as fuck. I know when I seen that, I was like, I'm going to steal that shit. <laughs> nah, not like steal it. Like the, I'm just saying like doing the Chanel. Oh, yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. like the Chanel, I, I love that shit, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Like that's that's one of the biggest reasons why it's dope. And then kind of like using those 90 vibes. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, like it, it's, it's fire, bro. Yeah, that was the original goal, like, you know, Paying homage to all the stuff that came before, like the African American College Association, mm -hmm. watching Martin, like different yep. stuff like that. So that was really the goal. Because back then they used to wear a bunch of that stuff. You'll see Martin, oh, yeah, Tifa, man. you know, wearing a Morehouse or whatever. So it was like, dang, they don't do that no more. So right. let's, you know, let's bring it back. And our people are only buying stuff from the, you know, the bookstores, but the bookstores stuff kind of be trash for real. Yeah. So, like, you got to really. It's know. slick, dude. It's it, slick. It is. Yeah. And it's expensive. It's one company exactly. doing majority of the HBCUs. So, yeah. it's literally like, okay, erase Morehouse, Alabama State. Right. Erase right. that, Howard, you know. Yeah. So, it it doesn't fit. And I I, I just love I'm I'm glad I finally got one today. Hey, man. Hey, man. You got two. I, I got two. <laughs> you got wifey one. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think one of the first things that I thought was dope too is like when I saw the sizing I was like oh shit this shit is inclusive oh yeah because like I don't know you don't know me like that but <laughs> everybody know me as pretty fly for a fat guy you know what I'm saying <laughs> so I I'm always shopping for shit but they don't never really have my size yeah. so whenever whenever I see something in my size I'm like y'all y'all really thought about including right. everybody yeah I just remember one time just thinking like I always like to think that the customer is right and you got to, like, listen to the market and kind of adapt to what they want. So I remember just all the time hearing, like, y'all ain't got 3X, y'all ain't got 4X. Like, <laughs> right. All right, let's just see if we can do it if it's possible. And it was. So it was like, why not? So, right. Yeah. Nah, we uh, appreciate that. So you, just on my back, I mean, because you've never experienced this, but the the heartbreak walking up to, oh, my God, I love this. This is the design. This, I've been looking for this my whole life. And then you finally wait in line, get up to the front. <laughs> do you have a 3X? <laughs> 
Nah. <laughs> and then you got to just leave. Like, yeah, there's no options, you yeah. know? So, I, we appreciate you. Oh, yeah. Me being a member of the uh, the FAC Delegation of America. <laughs> right, you right. Know what I'm the FDA. The FDA. <laughs> 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 we appreciate you. Hey, man. <laughs> I, I had a question. Uh, so, you were talking about, like, with, when he when my homeboy Twan was talking about Luda was on a show. Yeah. Uh, just random. What's Butter and Brown. Of, Butter and Brown. Yeah, most definitely shot them out. What was... Like the not the most random, but what are some of the random events where you seen your merch or in your product and you just like whoa, like you know, yeah. just early on. Um, I think a few things. So like most of the time, the big influencers like you know your Chris Pauls, your Eva Marcells, your Rick Rosses, like folks like that was kind of just crazy because with Rick Ross, we sent them one like a year or two ago, and then he just randomly wore it one day. So when you see when you you sow the seed early, and then it don't come around until a year and a half, two years later, it's like. Oh wow, that's crazy. Yeah. But um, other than that, it's just like going out and about and seeing people wearing it because that just like feels a little different. So I'm I'm here and at home. So like I send out thousands of packages a day, but I don't be like you know like no, putting it together. So when I go to the airport and I see like three, four, five people in one day wearing it, I'm like, oh, that's crazy. Like, yeah. So, so let, let's kind of go back back like to the beginning, like or just the beginning of the success. Like, what did that feel like, or did you know it was going to go from the jump? Like, you know, I was talking about this the other day. I had in my mind, I knew that it can do like $100,000 a month. Like, that's what I knew. That's the ceiling of what I thought. But, um, yeah, we do more than that now, so that thank God. But Slight that was, flex. That's what I thought, though. <laughs> you know, like, that was the that was as, as high as my mind went when it came to that. So, so was this, like, the first, like, business endeavor, or you just, like, uh nah i mean i always been like that my mom always made me if i wanted something you had to work for it so like i had i'm from houston grills like yeah. you got your goals in you yeah, know so man. eighth grade six like sixth through eighth grade i wanted a grill you go get you some money so like selling candy and throwing i used to parties. do that shit too bro. so yeah and then in howard me and my business partner Corey, we threw parties together so i, I skipped the grades so i was in college um at 17 16 17 and i'm and um so unprofessional yeah. <laughs> so we was we was doing that, like throwing parties and stuff. So it's always been, you know, business minded. But I've only worked one job. So I just want to backtrack real quick. Because um, one of my best friends, Shannon, he's from Houston. So you got to shout out your high school. Oh, yeah, got to. Mine is uh, Manville. Okay. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm a terrible best friend because I, I can't remember oh, his high school. Yeah. <laughs> but I know his high school played Vince Young. Oh, okay. Uh, so I... I mean, of course, Vince Young played. Of course, yeah. I can't, but he's going to kill me. But, yeah, I just want to make sure we got it on there. Yeah, yeah, On the record, so when he listens, he'll be like, okay, I okay, know. Yeah. He's going to ask. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what That's what's up, though. So, being 16, 17 mm -hmm. in D.C. Yeah. Throwing parties. Yeah. So, like, I know you learn so much from that experience. Cause oh, definitely. Being a party promoter. It's different. It's different. Yeah. It's, it's, not, it's, it's not for the faint of heart. Yeah. Because some days you'll make all the money, and then other days you'll lose all your money. Yeah, you facts. know, it's, it's no, There's no middle ground. It you know, like that. It's not I'm just going to show up, get my uh, clock in eight hours, and leave. It's, nah. it's, so how, how do you think that work helped this business? Um. I think a few things. So I think one, it taught me like what it felt like to have money at a younger age. So that was interesting because I mean I was seventeen, making like ten, fifteen thousand dollars a month. You 
know. So oh, that shit. was that was interesting and just like knowing what to do with money and figuring out how it works and how to use it as a tool at a younger age. Um and then just, you know, getting the word out there. Like back then that that was marketing and branding and advertising, but we didn't know it. We just were popular on campus and wanted to get folks to come you know, come right. support us. But then when you start to do it for other endeavors and businesses, you're like, oh, I was advertising. Like, now I know what <laughs> I'm You could put a turn to like, it. You yeah, know? I, but back then, we was just kids, like, just having fun and trying to make money. But now I understand, like, the business of advertising and marketing and branding and stuff. So. All right. And I feel like this would be a great segue to talk about your book. You got a book, an ebook, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so could you tell us a little bit about your ebook and then some of the gems that you're dropping in there? Yeah, for sure. So uh, essentially, after I built this business, I just wanted to teach folks how to do what I did. So the it's called the last e-commerce ebook you'll ever need. So I really just wanted to like write down everything I knew about e-commerce, and then like someone could just pick it up and try to do exactly what I did. So it's like just literally everything in there, all of the manufacturers I use, all of my freelancers, like literally everything, just my playbook. That's that's really it. Where so, can you find it? Um, it's on the lastecombook.com. So. Okay. So, so you really put like normally people put books out there. They speak in gen, uh, yeah, generics. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. really put it out there. No, nah, I mean like I'm talking about everything. Bro. Wow, that's yeah. that's big. Yeah. So I mean, I I have a abundance mindset. So I don't think anyone loses. You know, if they win, it's it's not a zero sum game. So you know, and then I know that most people, like only seven percent of people, are finishing courses and ebooks so even if i give it get a game away most people aren't gonna receive it or implement it anyway so i get to feel good about giving it out and then i know that shit they might get it and they might not so did your part yeah like yeah 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 i I think man i think that's important uh, especially for black people to understand like in order for us to like move forward as a race financially like your weakest like your lowest earners gotta come up too yeah and like I think like a lot of times we think, bruh, if we figure out some a way to get money, like we gotta keep that shit to ourselves right. so that we can keep getting money. But it's like, bro, when your whole team or when when like your whole community comes up, definitely like that means everybody gonna get exposed exponentially more money. Right. So it's like I think I think that's one thing I like about like the like I wanna say the youth right now, but I don't mean oh, yeah. like I don't mean like teenagers and and shit like that. I mean, like the young black adults and the right. young black entrepreneurs, because like we, man, everything I do as an entrepreneur, like anytime somebody asks me about it, like I'm like, let me help you yeah, out, bro. Because yeah. at the end of the day, that shit always come back to oh, always, bro. Every single time, it is never gonna stop your money. Like so, I, I I think that's dope, man, and I and I want to see us to continue to do that, yeah. like just not not you know what I'm saying, not give away the game for free, but like you know what I'm saying, make even it do accessible. That too. Yeah, even do that too. But I think I think most of the time people don't realize is that if I sat here and I literally wrote down the playbook and told it to y'all right now, y'all would each do it all differently. Right, so right. It wouldn't be the same way that I did it anyway. So you you're not losing anything. Right. So. 
And we ain't all selling the same product. Right. Like, we're, not, we're not all trying to sell the same thing. Yeah. I'm trying to sell dope. No. This is dope. This is Absolutely a joke. Because if you were trying to sell dope, you wouldn't say it on the Yeah, this is, that was a joke. That was a joke. Or would he? You know what I'm saying? Listen, I don't need no Rico or none of that shit coming out to me. I ain't never sold dope. Rico, in my Chico, life. Yo, Pico, right. I feel like ever Yo, since power came out, everybody. I know what a Rico is now. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of a Rico unless it was my homeboy before yeah. Power. So the, the funny thing is I don't watch Power though. So uh, okay, my yeah. bad. Let's back to the conversation. So Justin, what was, <laughs> what was your major in college? <laughs> nah, just I did I did have a uh, another question for you. Okay. So with you being an entrepreneur, and you know, entrepreneurs think differently, right? Mm-hmm. Or they tend to think differently than the majority of people. Yeah. So with that being said, I kind of want to ask you a future state question, like what you see with technology uh, and the way things are going, whether it be uh, crypto, yeah. NFTs, uh, the stock market, the housing market, whatever. Like, yeah. how, where, where do you, how do you see the world progressing? Like flying cars, Teslas. What, what, what you think? How do you see the future? Yeah, I think we'll get there, but um, you know, there's a bunch of things coming. You know, AR, VR, NFTs, crypto, all of that stuff. So, I mean, I think it's coming, but it might not be coming as fast as people think it's gonna come. But mm-hmm. I see it coming really soon, though. Okay. What um, What about, like, uh, social media? i say, like, uh, with Facebook yeah. coming out. I mean, Facebook, Instagram, things like that. It's definitely changed the landscape sure. of entrepreneurship. Definitely. Uh, people have, well, not necessarily access to money, but they have access to making a oh, large sum of quickly. money. Very quickly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very quickly. Um, I just think that, you know, you have your major players, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Google, all of these guys. Um, but there's different stuff coming out, too. Like, you got Clubhouse, like, random players that come in the space. But it's interesting because all of these new apps that come out, the bigger platforms kind of make them into a feature. So, like, right. you know, Twitter has spaces now, and Facebook's working on their own thing, too. So yeah. it's interesting to see that landscape. But you're right, bro. All of these platforms, it's just a free place for you to put your content out, and you can easily make money very quickly. Okay. Do you Do you see, like... Do you think the numbers would go as hard as they did without social media? I think that there would be a different way to get attention because that's really all it is. So, you know, wherever the attention goes is where the money flows. So I think that if there was no social media, we'd be finding a way to do something else or billboards would be a little bit more advanced, like whatever it may be. So, yeah. Got you. Okay. Okay. So uh, back to Clubhouse. So we we do have a resident uh, person that's on Clubhouse. Two of them. I ain't got no iPhone. So you know, <laughs> I ain't went to an HBCU. You ain't got no. I ain't iPhone. got no iPhone. <laughs> no, why why are you here, bad, right? <laughs> hey, Eric, go plug his mic, man. Right, right. I'm out here down bad, but yeah, Eric. So you you know what I'm saying? You popping on Clubhouse? Go ahead and talk about the Clubhouse experience with uh, Justin for us, because I know Justin. Uh, you 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 on Clubhouse? Oh, yeah, right? I'm big on Clubhouse. Yeah. Okay, I ain't gonna say I'm popping on Clubhouse, but <laughs> hey man, you gotta I like this shit. I like this shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I I like I like the platform like of just like just being able to fucking talk, right. man. And like you know, like in so much other stuff, and like the way we deliver information, man, it's so much stuff that like getting dressed, like you know what yeah. I'm saying, like. You gotta make sure you got the right equipment for right, that shit. Yeah, yeah. Like you gotta make sure like everything is lined up in your day. But like Clubhouse, man, you literally can just jump in Pop that shit. Top 
talk, drop some information, right. get some information, and then get out. And, yeah, man. All you need is a battery. Like, yeah, you know, man. It don't matter. That's crazy. Man, I, and then you get stuck. Like, if you having a good conversation, you get oh, stuck yeah. in that motherfucker for hours, yeah. bro. I like how diverse it is as yeah, well. Like, yeah. I literally, I can go in there and talk sports. While I'm working, I listen to Two Fools with a phone morning show. Uh, it's literally yeah. a morning show on, on Clubhouse. Yeah. So it's literally anything you need is just that. Oh, bro, you, if you're a Nigerian woman, you can get flued out on there, <laughs> bro. <laughs> bro, those Nigerians be wild on Clubhouse. Yeah, you seen that? Bro, all types of shit. Like, I didn't see speed dating rooms. <laughs> like, I didn't see a room like Travel Bay, let's link up and fly each other out. I'm like, PDR, PDR. PDR. Right. <laughs> right. That's PDR. it. That shit. Yeah, you know, wow. You're not on Clubhouse. You don't get to know what PTR is. You know what I'm saying? Every conversation ain't gotta include you, the police. <laughs> you gotta catch up, bro. I know you I know you like your Android because you can I don't know, be you know, <laughs> you know do your I don't know shit. why you fuck with them motherfuckers. Right, right. In twenty twenty one, I don't know why you still fuck with them. But. What the fuck is a Samsung? Right. <laughs> Last thing about Clubhouse, I was literally so my uh my wife's Ebo. Uh I was learning Ebo in a room. Oh yeah. And I was and I was talking to her parents. Like I was in day well. And they were like, look at your man. They eyes got oh, real big. Nigerians love that shit. Africans in general, but Nigerians, if you can tell if you can prove that you know any knowledge about Nigeria, <laughs> they get excited about that shit. So the first thing, like, I meet a lot of like beautiful Nigerians. Oh, you the one before. Hair look like he the one before. <laughs> so the first thing they I got bless like, you. I you know I, you uh, you're Yoruba yeah, or Igbo, yeah. you know, like where you from? You from Lagos or you know, I, what Abuja or something? Like, if you say anything about Nigeria, you got them right yeah. then. Like it, it, they love that shit. That's how you. That's how you got your wife. Nah, I was ignorant in college. <laughs> I, I was very ignorant in college. I was like, oh, you from Africa? Uh. <laughs> I was like one of the dudes in the uh, full circle, one of the dudes in the barbershop in uh, <laughs> coming to America. <laughs> but now, you know, when I was a child, I spoke as a child. But now I'm a grown man. Now, Clubhouse is fire. I like it because you can build your personal brand very quickly. Yeah, like, man. Bro, I'm talking about like 10, 20,000 followers off of just on Instagram, just straight from giving games. Yeah, to man. Like, yeah, that's the that's the dope shit about yeah. it. Like, it's it's more like it's it's more follow for follow on there. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. or or like getting on on stage. Like, people will literally go and like. It don't. It don't just. It's not limited to Clubhouse. Right, like right, wherever yeah. you got plugged on there, like people will go and yeah. check it out. So it's a. It's a very good way to like get your numbers up. Yeah, I think because like you know it's audio, so like you got to be really talking that talk. Yeah. And if you not, then folks is not gonna go to wherever you got right. tagged in there. But if you are, then they gonna go and follow you yeah. everywhere else too. Niggas be capping on there, so they, yeah, they oh, always say that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cap but cap. cap cappers go everywhere. You uh, know what I'm saying? Cappers want to be everywhere, right. so they they exist in every space. But <laughs> but they be they be capping for real, and you could tell somebody capping on Clubhouse because it's like they reading from the Clubhouse script. Uh, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah. I'm gonna come in, I'm gonna drop these gems right. and all that shit. Like, bro, just talk. Yeah. Bro. I want to say thank you to the to the moderators right, speaking right. the room. I want to first give <laughs> I want to first you, give honor to God. You guys, you guys are really dropping some gems in here. I like that. There's some real powerful people here. I see y'all. Yeah, but me, I'm a photographer in Atlanta. I just started off. Uh, 
I did three movies with Tyler Perry so far. <laughs> like, Bro, you could get a camera that day in a clubhouse, be like, like shooting cinema. You nah, know what I'm saying? That, but I, game, you know, recognize game. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? That that doesn't do shit for like people who are really moving around in whatever arena you working in. Like, you know, you know, you know to tune them out. Quick. Right, you know because like I noticed very quickly that all the folks that's really having and like really getting money, they never say anything about it. Like, yeah, you just go into a room, especially like entrepreneur room. They'll be like introducing themselves, like, oh yeah, I do, you know, X, Y, and Z. Like, but. The people that be capped, they'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, and then last year we did 15 million in sales. Oh, yeah. And, you know, just wanted to come. And I'm like, all right, bro, you ain't have to. Yeah, right. Yeah. It is what it is, though. Nah, I got, so I got a question since we talking about cap, flex, and all that good stuff. So, I mean, you know, everybody loves rappers. Nothing's wrong with rappers and all that good stuff. Hold on with me. We're going to segue good. So, <laughs> rappers are known, known for, like, flexing and doing dumb shit with their money and stuff like that. But... What I would like for people to know is you don't necessarily have to rap or sell drugs like uh, our homeboy Eric is not hey, going I to. do not sell drugs. <laughs> I do not. not I no, do in every one of the cameras, <laughs> I do not sell drugs at all. <laughs> no, nah, nah, most definitely don't. But, you know what I'm saying, they know you you getting large sum of money and people spend money in very uh, stupid ways or stupid, stupid ways or stupid, smart ways. So I want to ask you, like, you know what I'm saying, you're a successful businessman, college educated, and I just want people to know that you can spend, you know, some ignorant money too. I ain't asking for like the dumbest shit you done did, but what's something you done bought? That's what that I was kind of like. That that was dumb, but I had to get that out my system, so, especially so, since you was a party promoter and all that yeah. stuff. Let me translate. Let, 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 let Eric translate. Let me for translate. You. What was the first ball of shit you bought? When you got it up, I just teed it up. Bro, I'm not even gonna lie. Like that's just not my personality, like at all. Since I moved to Atlanta two like two and a half years ago, I literally like have saved every dollar I've touched. Oh, wow. So like, Damn. like the most expensive stuff I do is like if I go back home and I gotta like get a hotel for the night and stuff mm. like that. Other than that, bro, I'm literally saving like that's what's probably up, like man. 95 to like 99 percent of my income okay i got a question yeah uh could you share with us why what like what mental what mentality do you have that makes that oh man i just got a lot of like vision for my family you know so okay. i just want to make sure that everybody's taken care of and you know if it comes to my my mind works weird so it's just like if i have to buy this versus like taking care of my family for the next generation like i make decisions based off of that so it's just like all right well let me Okay, so future that. future thoughts, thinking of money as a tool yeah, versus really, y'all. But I mean, I I have a really bad balance, so it's just like I'm either I don't know why. Maybe it's because like I don't know why, but I'm either like all in or like I'm all out of it. So it's just like I'm either if I'm playing around and doing my thing, then I'm really in it. But if I'm locked in, I'm all the way locked in. So I just have happened to been locked in for these past two and a half years. So okay, I feel man, I ain't I ain't the type to make a lot of money, you know what I'm saying? I, but when I get a little check, <laughs> bro, it's like it's like <laughs> when I get when I get a little check, man, it's like I don't want to let that shit go. Like when I get a check, them hoes going no, but they don't see me. When I see when I see them them zeros, I'll be like, damn, like how I'm gonna flip this to another? How I'm gonna exactly. add some more zeros? Yeah. Uh, and then I'll be wanting to go sell all my shit. And like, cause now I got this much. I'm like, all right. Well, I wonder how I can get this to, to the this, next yeah. number. Like, I feel that. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. I'm trying to find a balance though. Like, you know, 
Yeah, I, I mean having fun and all yeah. that. Yeah, when you think honestly, I think of money as a tool too. I I brag on calling myself cheap and frugal or whatever you want to call right. it. One, it gets rid of like you know, um, I don't know what we're gonna call like non-educated. Well, it, that's it, non honorable educated outgoing sisters. <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> I'm talking about actual hoes, real hoes. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It gets rid of the, the scallywags. Wow, man. We're going to have to translate this whole episode yeah. for you. Right, yeah. right. So, it gets rid of the scallywags. <laughs> so, so just, yeah. I got a question. So, so you, you, you're you saving the majority of your money. So you don't have any vices. Nah, I gave them all up, bro. Like, wow. I used to, I used to drink. I never smoked. I used to drink, um, but I gave that up a year ago, a year or two ago. I just know that, like, you know, everything, if you sacrifice, you know, you'll be able to. To win big, so I'm willing to give up whatever it takes to get to my family to where they need to be. So I have, I have a I have a bourbon vice right now. So uh, yeah. So I, uh, I I try to buy decent bottles of bourbon every now and then. But yeah, so, that's cool though. And, and I don't. It's not even like I'm drinking. Like I, early pandemic, I was drinking like every night, or right, especially right. on the weekends. Heavy. I mean, what, what else is there? To what do? else was yeah. there to do? But like now, I'm like. Okay, I'll drink on a weekend, I guess. And then I forget. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, no, nah, I got another question. So, you said no vices, and I know you heavy into meditation. Well, how, how'd you get into meditation? Uh, just from reading this uh, this one book called um, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Joe Dispenza. Oh. Um, just kind of got into it heavy from there. I just wanted to, like, craft my morning to, like, win the day. And working out, which I kind of fell off of since COVID happened, yeah, um, that's real. I yeah, just bro, got back on. Bro, like, I used to be, like, my morning routine used to be crazy. But now it's just, like, I meditate for sure every day, though. Okay, yeah. okay. Well, you know, I think uh, I, I just wanted to get get that little jewel and any other gems, like, random gems. Give us a gem that you can get in the book, which is. Oh, my ebook. Yeah, ebook. Yeah, um, bro, I, I just think the, the greatest thing about it is that, like, I just gave away, like, everything. So, like, the people that I currently hire to do my manufacturing, my Facebook ads, like this, it's all in there, like this exact same people in my business. So I think that's the like biggest gem in it rather than like anything I could just say right now. You know? Okay. Most definitely. Most definitely. Um, so where can we word, find that again? Get the book. Uh, lastecombook.com. Lastecombook.com. Yeah. Okay. And uh, do we have any final thoughts, gentlemen? Hey, man, thank you for having us. Like, thank you for Letting us come into your space, man, where you do business. You yeah, know what y'all I'm really in the trap. Like. Right, right. We <laughs> in the trap, man. This is, you know what I'm saying? As an entrepreneur, man, I know like this is your home. Oh, you know, yeah. Even if you got a home separate from here, this right. is your, your home, your baby. So I appreciate you. Welcome us here. Oh, yeah. yeah and just being open to chat with us, man. Yeah, bro. No problem at all. I have fun. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Twan? Um, We didn't really do too many personal questions, but if you – just randomly type in support black colleges on YouTube. You'll find a plethora of interviews as Justin has already done. Uh, so you can get more of his backstory. Uh, crazy fact I learned about you. Uh, you say you shared a one bedroom apartment with five people. Oh, yeah. Yo, go, go check out the interviews. Oh, yeah. Like you, his, his grind, his hustle, like it, it's there, you know, and it's genuine too. You can, you can tell he's not putting on for the cameras. There's no clubhouse with him. <laughs> right. It's a real deal. Uh, my final thought would be, man, you know, definitely support black colleges. If it's not my black college, it's uh, anybody's black college, but especially my black college. Go more house and Spelman. There you go. Um, yeah, so I'll go into – well, Justin, you, you got a final thought before? 
Nah, this was cool, bro. I got I got a little more time if y'all want to stick around or whatever. But if not, then we we good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no final cool. thoughts. So. Okay. Well, my final thought is make sure you check out our website, like, share, subscribe. Um, I know we talked about a lot about a uh, clubhouse, but I think fan base is a black owned one. So I did want to mention that I ain't want to just sit up here and shout out a uh, clubhouse, clubhouse, clubhouse without saying fan base, fan base, fan base, fan base. Y'all notice that extra fan base in there and that one too. <laughs> So uh, most definitely wanted to say that. And, you know what I'm saying, make, make sure you uh, support black colleges. Support, support black, black colleges. colleges. <laughs> yeah. you know Even if you didn't go to a black college. <sighs> or this you don't have an iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Or if it take you three sentences to ask a one-syllable question. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, I got to set it up. And that's that up. PWI education, bro. That's what it, that's <laughs> gotta, what it is. You know what I got to break it down for my uh, Morehouse brethren and Alabama State folks. You know. Oh, no. Nah, we we How, knew. Howard cool, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, disrespect. <laughs> but, nah, this has been another edition of my homeboy podcast. This is my homeboy, Eric. This is my homeboy, Antoine. And this is my homeboy, Napoleon. Yes. And we out. We out. Hit that button, homie.